0: Welcome everybody to another edition of Sideline to Sideline and the crew is back tonight. I'm the NFL genius Gene Walzak and to my left, you got the Prince of Production for Sports Empire Network. It's the King, Kyle Edwards. What's
1: up? Can't wait for another show with you guys and I know we'll talk about my Patriots and how terrible they are, but I'm I'm just going to save it. I'm still happy though. Why are we talking about them? Let's not even
0: talk about them. They're irrelevant. They're in the land of irrelevancy. That's exactly where I want to see New England after all those years of dominating. That's all right. Um, I understand. I understand how people feel. It's all good. Speaking of irrelevant, we got the Green Bay Packers. My man, Guardy, what? guard of three. I'm kidding. They're not irrelevant. But Brett, how you feeling after that Monday night? I think before you say anything, Jordan Love, that goes on his back. He was late on the throw down the sideline to win the game. Turned the ball over. That interception was awful. I think multiple people could have picked that ball off. Um, but guardy what, guardy three. How are you feeling tonight, brother? Oh uh, no, I'm
2: I'm feeling all right. I'm I'm really glad that the Packers have a bye week. I needed a week break from them after Monday. <laughs> wow.
0: Directly it's below me. I got my brother from another. I got T H double E G O D F R E Y, the Godfrey my bird's deep counterpart taking it deep how you feeling that godfrey i'm
3: feeling good and uh i too need a week off from the packers after they hurt my betting bankroll uh last monday night because um i don't i think jordan love looked awful stevie wonder could have picked that ball off and i just think at the end of the day man I was thinking for a couple weeks that the Packers might be getting blessed with another quarterback again, and I do not think that is the case.
0: I don't think – no matter what you say, I don't think – and I mean this when I say this. No matter what you say, I don't think the book is written on Jordan Love, whether he's great or not already. Like You could look at Desmond Ritter and be like, he stinks, right? With Jordan Love, I can see flashes of very good talent and acrobatic – good throws, good arm. I feel like he has it. It's just whether he can develop it. But with, you know, with teams like the Patriots and Mac Jones, I'm kidding. But uh and did the D- rain Dakota Prescott, my favorite whipping boy. Woo. Dallas. You just know they're not going to ever be great. I'm jo- I'm joking around though. Let's get into the show. We got a ton to get into. We're gonna recap a little bit of what happened last week. Last week I called the the you know the, the weekend of injuries. You lost some real star players. Jetta's on IR. Devin chain the most the most explosive rookie we've seen over the last few years. That guy is next level. He's on IR. A lot of guys going on IR. Uh, Anthony Richardson, AR fifteen, is going on IR. What
3: shouldn't, do you- they call him, shouldn't they call him AR uh, fourteen for like injury injury reserve or AR four? Because that dude better change the way he plays, or he's going to be on the injury list a lot.
0: I, I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. Anthony Rich. Yeah, see, you know what's funny? The people that tell you that you don't know what you're talking about after one week are normally those people that are silent after five weeks. Godfrey said something a few weeks ago, and he said weeks one through three are just made to make you look like a liar.
3: You hear that? Those crickets. That's it. That's the backyard of those people. What? I didn't hear what you said. I had these takes. It's on tape, and I'm gone. Yeah. I'll put it to you this way. I've uh,
0: I told you before the season started, when these when these guys got drafted, I remember doing pre-gaming the draft. And I told you guys the top five running backs that were coming out of this class. And I put them in order. When I put Devin a chain one, people are like, you're an idiot. I don't look like an idiot anymore. I had Zach Charbonnet, too. If you've watched that kid run in Seattle. People are like, how do you have these guys over Bijan?" Bijan's a great, good running back. I think he's going to be very good. How do you have them over Jameer Gibbs? Jameer Gibbs is the number two back in this class because I think they're better running backs. I watched them play in college. If you didn't watch Devin Chain play a- at A and M or didn't watch Jack Sharp and A play at UCLA, please don't tell me about who's a better running back because I watched Bijan play at Texas and I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he'll ever be a top tier back in the league. He's going to make very explosive plays because he's very risky. But he's also going to make a lot of negative plays, and you're going to see that in the coming weeks. I think you'll see it this week, You know, a little foreshadowing. I think the Washington Commanders hand them the business this week.
3: Yeah. You know, speaking of crickets, where are those Jameer Gibbs people that said, this dude's going to be a fantasy football sensation this year? I told you, don't get fooled by it. Everybody jumped on that train because he was drafted in the first round and he has not been. They've been giving touches to everybody on the team. Craig Reynolds, Zonovan Knight, they brought, they blew the dust off him or brought him in when uh, Montgomery got hurt. Montgomery's back. I ain't saying the kid can't play football, but I told you this dude's not going to be a top fantasy running back and, and the proof is in the pudding. And those people are going to die. They're going to die with their fantasy teams. I know. I guarantee find a person that drafted Jameer Gibbs in the first round and their team is like one of four. I get no like, one drafted no. in the first round. I've seen it, I saw it, dude. I saw it first in the high stage
0: first round, second round. I've seen it. I took them in the second round. I'm four and one.
3: Yeah, I've seen
0: people jump on it. I was one of the wrong people. I get it. I took them at the end of the second round. I took them, I picked 23 in a 12 team league, but I'm four and one. So, oh well, I took CMC two. worked out for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got before fantasy, and you're right about Jameer Gibbs. He definitely hasn't been the guy, and I was wrong about him. I'm right about a lot of stuff, brother, but I was wrong about that. You're right. We got a lot to get into as far as injury. Kyle, what injury do you think will have the biggest impact
1: in the next few weeks? Uh, Well, I think the Jefferson one is going to be big, but I feel like the biggest one's going to be, I think that was this past week, Matt Milano from Buffalo. 100%. Losing him in the middle of that defense, he's the guy who, you know, he's like the quarterback of the defense. That's always going to take a few weeks for them to try to find somebody new to fill that role. And and for Buffalo, they're, you know, they're trying to keep up with the Dolphins in the division. We'll have to see if they're able to continue to stay on their, on their tail with Milano out now.
0: I completely agree with you. I think Matt Milano, I was hoping that no one said him. I was hiding him intentionally. Guardy three. Who's the biggest injury from this previous week that you think is going to have the biggest impact in the NFL?
2: Man, Matt Akai, stole mine too. I was going to say the yeah, injuries along the Buffalo defense there. That is, that is rough, losing Milano. You need a guy like that. You need a guy to kind of quarterback your defense. He is huge for Buffalo all year. So it's going to be tough to replace him, that's for sure.
0: They lost Milano and Trey Day, back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I don't think Jefferson's that big of a loss, and I'm going to tell you why. I think the Minnesota Vikings want to tank at this point. I think they want to. I bet you Kirk Cousins is a surprising trade. I think he'll end up being traded. I really believe that. I think he's going to end up being a, a deadline decision. I think the New York Jets pick him up. I really. After the Eagles hand him the business this week, I think the New York Jets call up Minnesota. It was like, listen, your season's over. You're one in five. Trade us, Kirk. We'll give you a fourth round draft pick back. We'll take him for the rest of the year and we'll see what happens.
3: I don't think anybody I, I Kurt has a no-trade clause. I don't think he does it. He wants to rack up stats because he's in a free agent year. And I think the Jets uh they they gotta be pretty close to the salary cap. I don't know if they're gonna be able to absorb that salary. I haven't really checked out sports track yet, but and he's a dude, he's not a New York City type of guy. I don't see him going to that media market, living there, taking his family there.
0: I don't he think he's control- going
3: to move there. I think he's going to be a rental. I think he controls his own destiny you know, with that no trade clause, man. He ain't going – I don't think he's going he anywhere.
0: Does. Do you want to stay in, in Minnesota and not compete without your number one wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, now being out? Or do you want to go to New York and be able to compete for a division or a playoff?
3: Hmm. I mean, most. will see mean,
0: The whole line in New York could scare him, though. I got news for you. What about Atlanta. When does Atlanta cut bait on Desmond Ritter? They're three and two right now, right in the thick of the division with Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Could you imagine Kirk Cousins headed down to that situation?
3: Yeah, but you say that about him, and I'm not a big Desmond Ritter fan. But he, listen, I'm just going to read you all the stats 75% completion percentage, 300 yards, 111 QB rating. He outdoled key CJ Stroud. He did. Texas fans don't want to hear that. And I watched a lot of that game, and I was surprised. I thought that they would win. And you know, those Falcons find ways to win at home some way, yeah. somehow by hook or crook. And he didn't look awful last week. I don't know if he's the future. I'm not a huge Desmond Ritter long term fan. I, I, my fantasy team says, like, please put in a Heineke because I want Pitts to start getting catches. But I mean, I don't know, man. I I don't know if I, I could maybe there. I mean, I, I felt maybe the Patriots, but I, I, I think just Curdy Cousins was to just rack up stats and going into the free agent market.
0: I just wish you would tell the whole story. Like yeah, last week his numbers didn't look pathetic, but if you look at the entire season, he's got four touchdowns, three interceptions, and a total mm-hmm. of 1000 yards. And that's coming off a a 330-yard passing performance through five games, which means it, I, I'm not no mathematician.
3: Four yeah, yeah, I'm looking at now. I'm
0: okay. no mathematician, Godfrey, but if he had 330 yards in one game, and he had a thousand seventy three for the other for the season. The other four games of the year, he must have had seven hundred and thirty total. And seven thirty divided by four, guardy three. When I point at you, I want you to talk. Little money ball action. What's that equal? Uh,
2: 182 and a half.
1: 182
3: and a half. Yeah. I mean, listen, he is not. Uh, listen, uh, I'm not a big Ritter fan, but I will tell you that they believe in him down there. It seems like I mean yeah, they really right. do. They I mean in they need to.
1: Arthur this Smith thing. is trying to sell everybody on him down here, and they're they're going to stick with him. I thought they stuck with Mariota too long last year. They will do the same thing with Ritter this year.
3: Forty-two point eight is the QBR, team. and that's low. Forty-two point eight is not it's not good. Um, that's his Q- QBR for the whole season, but yeah. I mean. He didn't look awful last week, which I was surprised, man. I thought they were gonna give him fits. Um, I just think that they're gonna be stuck in this mediocrity. I think like Atlanta's a franchise where, like, they're you know we're okay if we win eight games, nine games, but it's mission accomplished.
1: Unfortunately, that's gonna keep them in the race, but that's gonna be hmm. Ritter's best bet to stay at the starting quarterback position.
3: Wow. I go Heineke. I I think they they win more games.
0: Teams that are punting, because we were just talking about the Minnesota Vikings. Speaking of teams that are punting, Thursday night we open up with an absolute doozy. I can't wait to see what happens tonight with the Denver Broncos, who have basically put their entire team on the trade block, and they get to travel to the defending world champion Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Aren't you excited? Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't NFL football. Would you watch this?
3: I would because of the teams at Patrick Mahomes. I mean, listen, are you what which one were you less excited about? Bills Giants or Chiefs Broncos?
0: There's one big difference, Godfrey. Those Giants aren't on prime time.
3: No, they are. They're eight twenty, they're Sunday night football.
0: <laughs> oh my god, are we for real? I yes. Guess. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I saw that today and oh. uh as soon as I saw that on a schedule, I was like, Why whoa. The flex start? Yeah, as wh- soon as I saw that on a schedule. <laughs> Hello, officer. I'd like to report a, uh, you know, there's a bunch of people dressed like Buffalo Bills circling my wagons on my front yard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a New York Giant. Yeah, yeah, I'm Daniel Jones. Uh, I need help immediately. Please, please help. You That's- guys want to hear a
0: wild, wild statement, though? <laughs> and I, I look at this every, when we look at the schedules, I do this all the time. Out of all the games that are being played this week, I, I always look at tickets as low as. So I see oh who's boy. playing, and I see who has the most expensive, cheapest ticket in the house. Okay. I For fun, does anyone want to take a guess on what that what, – what ticket is the most expensive ticket this weekend?
1: Don't cheat. Don't look it up. Uh, Out of
0: all okay. the games, what is the most expensive ticket this weekend?
1: Cowboys Chargers would be my
0: guess. Cowboys Chargers. Okay. Let's see what that looks at.
3: That's in LA, right? Yes.
0: Yes. All right. We get Cowboys Chargers. Uh, Godfrey, what's your pick? I won't tell you the answer. I'm going to get everybody's pick first.
3: I'm going to go Eagles. Um, Eagles Jets.
2: Eagles Jets. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, Guardy three.
2: Oh, man. This is a tough one. I'll go bold. I'll go with uh, Sunday night Giants-Bills uh, game.
0: <clears throat> and then Jory says the, the Tennessee Titans, Baltimore Ravens, over in London. Well, I'm going to rank you guys in order of how you guys finished. The worst out of that was the $65 ticket to get in the Tottenham uh, for Baltimore, Tennessee. The second worst is Sunday night football. Giants bills, $85 to get in the, the house to watch the Bills destroy the New York Jets. Okay, let's go. Let's move up the ladder. Uh, we had a, a prediction of uh, Eagles, Jets, and then the other one was, oh, Chargers. Monday night football, Cowboys at Chargers, $117, cheapest ticket. Good mm-hmm. off, Eagles travel to play Zach Wilson and Jets, $142 to get in the house. But that's not number one. Number two, Detroit at Tampa. Raymond James, tickets as low as 148. And the most expensive ticket in the house, the New England Patriots traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Are you out of here? That's the game I almost wanted the least likely games I'd want to watch this week.
3: I think that's okay. Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick's family traveling. They might be having a dual family reunion or something. <laughs>
0: I actually think New England Patriots bought a lot of these tickets early and made it into a Vegas trip when they when they thought that the team would be good. Yeah, yeah maybe I look at Vegas as an, a, a, a road. I don't think it's ever going to be a real home field advantage for Las Vegas. I don't. I think that it's a perfect travel destination for guys like if I'm an Eagles fan and the Eagles are playing at Vegas, that would be my travel game that I'd want to go see.
3: Mm-hmm. What's the I- over under for? Uh- NFL athletes that catch a suspension on Super Bowl weekend there the next season. I'm gonna go three, three and a half. Uh, you know, people that get in trouble and catch it, you know, and catch a four game suspension, six game suspension, because see that. they're having a Super Bowl in Vegas. The after parties, it's gonna be lit that weekend. Lit. Yeah.
1: All right. Well,
0: let's get into the games. We got the Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are ten and a
1: half point favorites tonight. Um, Kyle, how do you see the game going tonight? I mean, look, the Broncos are struggling for them to have to go to Arrowhead. Does not seem like a good recipe for them to even compete. I mean, the Chiefs' offense hasn't looked dominant, but I'll, I'll take the Chiefs in the 10 and a half. Unless Russ wants to counteract the Taylor Swift thing and bring Sierra with him, see if that works. <laughs> you know, they they might as well try it at this point, but I'll, I'll take the Chiefs in the 10 and a half.
3: We have a dance off at halftime. Do something. little thing off. They can shake it off. Party
0: three. Who do you like, Denver at Kansas City?
2: I'm going to go with Kansas City, but I feel like this is going to be one of those really weird games that has a much closer finish than everyone thinks.
0: Okay. I'll I'll say, Kansas say Kansas City wins? You can say the cover.
2: I say, I think Kansas City wins and they win it by a field goal. It's going to be a three point game. We're going to keep it close tonight. We're going to go a little bold wow. on this one.
0: I love where your head's at, man. When everybody thinks it's going to go one way, the NFL seems to find it to go another way
1: godfrey
3: yeah man Uh i think the phillies win seven to two and i Oh, i'm sorry wrong sports wrong sport i'm sorry Phillies. Phillies, my bad it was a great <laughs> night last night i'm still there all right um i think uh i i'm with uh Guardy over here i'm with brett man I mean, listen double digit spreads always scare me because there's always a backdoor cover and i said it last week it didn't come true but it got close the Chiefs always seem to be ripe for an upset that makes no sense. At least once a year, they seem to do it one time, and then they're like, oh, we don't, we're don't, we not doing that again. Last year, it was the Colts. It was pretty damn close. You know, Vikings fans would say they were robbed last week, whatever, but it was pretty damn close for a while. They kept it closer, and um, I would definitely go with the plus points here with the Broncos. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I just feel like it's one of those games where, you know, as you were saying, Gene and uh, Guardi, that it's like people are like, oh, they're going to blow the back, the back doors out and they're going to blow it off of them. Don't be surprised by NFL teams that come out inspired because everybody discounts them. And I could see them making it competitive tonight.
0: You guys are probably right. I can't see it. I think the Broncos end up quitting on their on their team, on their head coach, on their quarterback. A lot of these interviews that keep coming out about Russell Wilson are damning. They are a lot of these athletes that don't want to play there. Jerry Judy is now on the chopping block. Damn. Portland Sutton, they're both on the trading block. They're gonna, they're gonna trade both of them. I don't see them going out and injuring themselves in a football game when they could be traded this week. I just really wow. believe that a lot of this team is just gonna quit. So I think the chiefs win this one in a massacre, but I will say this because Godfrey gave me a perfect segue and I was going to bring it up and I'm just going to bring it up a little bit later in the show, but I I really think it's a perfect opportunity to bring it up now. Guys, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm a level with you guys. You almost seen the end of Gene Walzak a few weeks ago. I almost was done with the NFL. Now I centered myself. I grounded myself But I watched a lot of football when the Chiefs played the Jets, when the Eagles played the Commanders. I watched a lot of football, guys. And when I'm watching sports and I feel like that the Zebras are in on a predetermined outcome to screw the general public and help Vegas, and I I really believe that there's rigging happening in in the games, I'm going to tell you something right now. I almost stopped watching football. I was almost done with it. I watched the Zebras in that Commanders Eagles game. I watched them in the Jets Chiefs game. Guys, the Chiefs should have at least—and I'm not saying that Vikings would have won the football game. They probably would have found a way to blow it. The guy should have been called for three penalties on one play. Number one, it was definitely PI. Yeah. I don't. What are we doing right there? This is PI. Right. Why? Why? And then they picked up the flag. Number two, at minimum, would you say it was a legal contact? Like, if you don't want to call P.I., say the ball's uncatchable, did he have his hands on him before the ball was thrown? Yes. Absolutely. Number three, the officials told him to put his helmet back on. He mm-hmm. took his helmet off to argue with the officials, and you can read, Hit, put your helmet back on, and he puts it back on, and they pick up the flag. It's tough for me to watch football that i think has a predetermined outcome. I'm not sitting here watching days of our lives. I'm not watching shows that are predetermined. I'm watching the a, a sport, NFL football.
3: Yeah, a, i it's yeah. um yeah, it's tough. I mean, i i heard a lot of that what you're saying cuz uh, one of my very good friends is a Vikings fan. <laughs> he was like Helicopter pissed about it And he was saying a lot of stuff you're saying And it does seem like there's like Almost a league advantage For the Chiefs sometimes When it comes to calls And you know I'm not even saying that based off you know Me being the Eagles fan in the Super Bowl I'm just saying in general And, And a lot of people seem to echo that sentiment And I don't know if they're getting that Michael Jordan treatment Where like Michael could get away with A little bit more than everybody else But it seems like they are Especially when it comes to Patrick and you know, Andy's well respected by a lot of the officials. I you know, it it, it is very suspect. I I, I don't like to, I don't think the game's rigged, but I I I can understand why someone would see it and think that. I, I it's totally plausible. Crazier things have happened. Um, but it does seem like you have to, if you're gonna beat the Chiefs, you have to knock them out and not let the judges get involved. That's the only way you're gonna beat them.
0: I mean, I get it. Chiefs Jets looked really bad two weeks ago, and I chalked that up to like, all right, well, maybe they didn't want to make a call to determine the game there, um, and then they threw the flag late to after they realized that that call might have led to a, an interception. I just, it's it's to me, it's it's very tough to watch on a national level. Guardy three, let me ask you a question real quick. Do you think? There might, in 10 years, we're looking at this like there's a Tim Donaghy situation.
2: Oh, I could absolutely see it, especially with some of these calls I get missed. I'd be so upset. And some of these flags I got picked up, like the one you're talking about with the Kansas City-Minnesota game. It's really fishy to me that a penalty, when you're taking the helmet off, it's supposed to be 15 yards. They're just like, yeah, put your helmet back on. Then they pick up the flag. No, that's really fishy to me. So I could absolutely see something like that occurring.
0: Kyle, do you think, do you think that there's a possibility that there might? And listen, I get it. Kyle might be on the other side of this, but I'm going to give him a little safety net. He was the benefactor of a lot of these rollings, a lot of these calls, and a lot of tapes being destroyed by the NFL. So is he going to be an unofficial
1: side here? We we don't know. We'll find out. I mean, look, as a football fan, I would hate to see a Donaghy thing come out. Now the the one thing I'll say, maybe this is the Patriots in me. Maybe the official was using some judgment and that the player high emotions ripped it off real quickly. He told him to put it back on. That I'm okay with. The PI in the end zone, yes. That one needs to be called. If you're and like you said, if you're not gonna call that, you have to call something on the play. Cause he was all over him and the receiver really didn't have an opportunity to make the catch. So like I said, the 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 helmet thing, I'm okay with that one because a lot of times it's like it's an emotional sport. If I rip off my helmet really quickly to get a flag, that kind of seems like compounding like the issue. I I would probably rather see an uh, official say put it back on and then if you don't do it after that, then get a flag.
0: I guess let's get into some of these games. Let's get start breaking them down a little bit. Let's get to Sunday morning. We have another London game, another kegs and eggs game. You got the Baltimore Ravens traveling across the pond to take on the Tennessee Titans. Baltimore is a four-point favorite. Speaking about Baltimore, guys, can we talk about Lamar Jackson and the wide receivers? It's like the funky bunch out there. There's one thing that gave me more satisfaction Sunday than almost almost more than the Eagles win. And it was Nelson Aguilar dropping a pass that was perfectly placed into his hands that would have been for a touchdown. Old Stonehands is at it again. Nelson Aguilar dropping a perfect touchdown pass. By the way, the Baltimore Ravens lead the NFL in drop passes. Does it have anything to do with their quarterback? Possibly. I'd love to hear your opinions on the game. I'd love to hear your opinions on the Baltimore problem of dropping passes. And how do you think Lamar Jackson's look so far this year? I'll start with you, Kyle. Uh,
1: so, look, London games are always tricky. I, I have a feeling that for some reason the Titans end up covering. Uh, I don't know if they win, but then they cover. I think it's a closer game than a lot of people would think. I, I think for the Ravens in general, look, they, they thought Greg Roman was the problem. They brought in a new coordinator, Monk, in from Georgia. Maybe the issue is the quarterback. They don't want to hear that because they just gave him all that money. They, they spent the whole offseason crying about how Lamar deserved it. I think he's a great talent, yes, but we can't sit here and act like he doesn't have flaws in his game. Now, the wide receiver drops thing. look, that's what Aguilar's going to do. He'll make a catch one week where you're like, oh, what's wrong? Why does everybody hate this guy? and then he'll drop the easiest passes, and you'll be like, that's why he can't stick anywhere. So I I, I think – I don't know. I just think the offense is what it is. It's a run-first offense, and that's what it needs to be. I don't care who they bring in at the wide receiver position. That's going to be their calling card.
0: Guardy 3, what do you think happens in the game? Is it Lamar? Is it the wide receivers? Is it a little bit of both?
2: Yeah, I think in the game – this is probably going to be a really run-heavy uh, run heavy game. It's going to be a quick one. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to give this one to the Tennessee Titans. I think they'll uh, pull it out. When it comes to Lamar and the receiver problem, I think I just think it's a little bit of both. I think it's an issue of Lamar struggles to throw outside the numbers, so they aren't the most perfectly thrown balls. But at the same time, there's clearly an issue with the receivers as well because a lot of those balls that were dropped were perfectly placed. Mm -hmm. Mark Andrews dropped a couple. Rashad Bateman dropped an easy one in the end zone. You had Aguilar drop one. So I think it's a mix of both. Like, yeah, Lamar's balls half the time aren't going to be perfectly thrown. They're not going to be perfectly placed all the time. But they're dropping even the most catchable ones. So I think right now it's a little bit more on the receivers than Lamar right now.
0: I just think this way. And I feel like that no matter what happens, we're always going to make excuses for Lamar Jackson. And I don't mean to say, like, I get it. I watched the game, too. There was definitely some passes that should have been caught. But there is such thing as throwing a softball, throwing a ball, a very catchable ball. I think Lamar throws darts when he needs to be throwing, like, pitches, when he needs to be putting a little bit of air under it, as opposed to throwing a laser beam at someone. Just just my personal opinion, I guess, I guess, uh, I think a couple of those drops were 100% on the receivers. And I think it, it makes it look a lot worse when you add them all together. But the one Mark Andrews drop, he threw him a fastball from like nine yards away. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, just, there's no need for that. I don't, I don't get it. That's wide open and you hit him with a, with a fastball from nine yards away.
3: Yeah. Will you guys hear that? That's me knocking on the door of everybody that said, Lamar just needs more weapons around him. He needs an offensive coordinator. And when I knock on a door, all I hear is, is anybody home? Hello? Hello? You know why? Because they're gone. They got scared like cockroaches. They're out of here. Because we got a spread offense with Tom Munkin. I don't think Lamar's a spread offense type of guy. But okay, let's do it. Uh, it needs to be a run first team. But let's get away from there because we want to justify what's going on. I think firing Greg Roman was a mistake. They needed to challenge Lamar Jackson and say, we're giving you the money. We need to make you better. Not we need to bring people in where you don't have to Work on things that you're not ag- not as good at. Quarterbacks can get better. Uh, fans often crack me up. I see it in, I see it in Pittsburgh too. On with Matt Canada. I'm not saying Matt Canada is a great coordinator, but they think magically if they get a coordinator in there that Kenny Pickett will become a Pro Bowl quarterback. No, he won't. He wasn't a first round grade. The Steelers reached on him right now. Lamar. The thing about the Ravens is he isn't trying to get better. I think he's one of those dudes that's like, I'm good at this. This is my game. This is what I'm going to do. And let's get more weapons. And you hear that? That's the ticking time bomb for Odell Beckham loses his damn mind. Now, he's not the same receiver he was, but I'm going to tell you, he couldn't be satisfied with Baker Mayfield. And I'm not saying Baker's great, but – he could throw the ball outside the numbers And Lamar refuses to do that And you saw a product of it It wasn't all his fault Two, Both things can be true It doesn't have to be Lamar or the receivers It could be both here But Lamar has this track record And you know He's got to be smarter with the way he plays And he, his game has to evolve Because it's as simple as this People make it like It's a you know here or there stance You have to pick one side or the other No it's called the NFL will adjust to your game and you have to evolve so you can keep c- competitive in the NFL at a high level. If just, you don't do that, they will catch up with you. And that is the crux of the matter in Baltimore.
0: I just want to hear all the people that told me that Lamar Jackson was better than Jalen Hurts. And, and I, ah! I, I kind of want to go a little deeper in this. Here, there's a statistic that you probably haven't heard on anywhere. Do you know the only team in the NFL where their top four receivers, one, two, three, four on the depth chart, are all first-round draft picks? Is the Baltimore Ravens?
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah.
0: I just want to think about it. Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. I, it, you know, number five is a number one draft pick. They have the top five receivers on the depth chart. Nelson Aguilar was number one uh, first-round draft pick.
3: Was Duvernay second-round? With, With Sean
0: Bateman, Duvernay sixth on the depth chart. Was he a second round Duvernay or a first? I round? think he's a fourth round pick. Fourth round. I'm pretty sure. Devin Duvernay was fourth, but it's Bateman, Odell, Zay Flowers. Um, I'm missing someone. Aguilar, and there's one other. Who am I missing? Mark Andrews. No, he's a he's not. I Wait, want to play. him in that. You
3: I want to play a game, Gene. Yes, I sir. want you to name those four round. I want you to name those first four round receivers and tell me. If it's not really a game, those four guys you talked about, if they were on the chiefs, do you think they would be excelling as a receiver?
0: Oh my God. Every one of them, uh, except Aguilar,
3: except Aguilar Bateman would be, uh, he would be a yards after the catch nightmare, right? They would hit him in stride. He would hit a slant. Uh, you know, odo Beckham would be, would excel, right? Uh, Zay flowers would excel. So my point is, is what's the constant denominator here, guys in Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens fans wake up. Lamar Jackson is. That and simple. up a point about Matt Cannon. We're going to talk
0: about that in a second. Um, Matt Cannon is part of my Steelers breakdown. But I got the Titans winning this game and, and covering. I have them winning the game outright. I think they're the better football team. I think their defense is good. I think they're going to run the football. And I think that London. I think London's going to show you how soft this Baltimore Ravens team
1: really is. Give me the Titans. That's probably I a big Derrick Henry game. I agree with you.
3: And de- and the Titans just seem to they, be able to get to Lamar. I mean, how many Baltimore Ravens games have we seen with versus the Titans where they have a lot of success against him? The team in general, I think the Titans always play the Ravens tough. We've seen it in the playoffs twice.
0: I'll say this, right? I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have a bye this week? Yes. Yeah. So I, I'll say this, right? I'm talking about Matt Canada for one second. I don't know who can do it for me. I need a video editor. I have another viral idea. My viral ideas are like 3 for 4. I have a viral idea. If someone can do this for me, don't take my intellectual property. I'm saying it on air. If you do it on your own, I will sue you. <laughs> but I have it I have an idea.
3: It's the poor man's copyright. Remember the
0: whole South Park blame Canada? I'm telling you we could get like a skew of bad Steelers play calls. And then the South Park kids blame Canada, blame Canada, and you have them like running screens where no one's open. I'm telling you, it's a viral video clip, it'll go viral. I need a guy, I need a guy. Someone be a guy. You're Saigon. I know you're the guy. Come on in. Powell, I know you edit video edit. Come on, Powell. Come on down. Help me out. Help me help you. Blame Canada. You know,
3: you know, what I had a Steelers fan say to me. I was debating them online about it because it and this blew my mind. And you guys are gonna laugh at this. They said, Well, the Texans can do it with CJ Stroud. I said, Pause. M- Kenny Pickett was never in the pedigree, never had the pedigree that CJ Stroud had ever, 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 ever. I'm sorry, CJ Stroud was a better college quarterback than him. We can all agree on that, right?
0: Then, then,
3: then Kenny Pickett.
0: So, uh, yes, uh, no, I, can, I don't know if I can.
3: I, I think don't agree you, with you on that. You think Kenny Pickett's better than CJ?
0: I don't I'm not saying he's better than CJ, but you can't say he had a better college career. Kenny Pickett should have won the Heisman.
3: Yeah, but CJ shroud came out with a higher grade, better combine. Kenny Pickett was not considered to be a first round pick. So the pedigree was higher for CJ shroud. Agree.
0: Okay, I'll give you pedigree. And but what, Kenny Pickett at
3: Pitt was disgusting.
0: He was the one that made I don't t- don't take the wrong way. He was the one that made Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison was a nobody before Kenny Pickett. He wasn't a five star kid. He was a four star kid going in.
3: Yeah, I believe it. I just think that you know we get blinded when it's our teams by our loyalty. Even people that know football, it happens, and we just think like, oh, it's just the coach. Nah, man. If you don't have the quarterback, you're gonna look look bad. And I don't I don't know if, if he's gonna agree, be, the but I think not- there's schematically like all right. So let me
0: give you an example, right. Shane Steichen will make any quarterback look good in his system because schematically he's scheming people open. Kyle Shanahan does a yeah. great job of throwing sense. motion and scheming people open. He makes it very easy on the pass pass thrower. And I'm listen, this is not a shot, at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's played incredible. Let me just give Brock Purdy all his roses. I, I don't think Kenny, Pick, I, I, I don't think the book is written on Kenny Pickett. I'm I'm not quick to write a book on a player until I see them progress throughout their career. I just think writing a book on a young quarterback before you see what they can do is, is, is not fair. I did it with Desmond Ritter because I seen what he can do. I watched I, him play in college.
3: I agree with you. I just think also writing that book on the offensive coordinator isn't fair either because they think if they pull the plug on him, he's going to start seeing receivers open. He's not going to try to live on the deep ball. But- and he's still going exactly. exactly.
0: to has been bad. Najee Harris was a first round draft pick. He's been a bust. Chris Boswell, who's their kicker and their longest tenure player, hates the offensive coordinator. And they've gotten into multiple fights.
3: Did you say Chris Boswell? Yes. The kicker? Yes. Listen, I,
0: that I mean, that's kind
3: of hilarious line, of the kicker. That, that offensive the line. We already said. Offensive did line did you line
1: no, I did. Yeah. But that,
3: that's I was hilarious.
0: Canada was celebrating after a win, and Boswell goes, it ain't because of you. Uh, uh, th- did you hear that, guard I Yeah, that
2: was that.
1: fantastic. I mean, this- if you have a kicker coming at you, you, that's you might crazy. have to go, man.
3: You might have to go. I mean, listen, Mike Tomlin, people are calling for him, and I don't think he's a bad coach, but, like, he's got that. It's been a long time since he's had sustained success, and I'm talking about more than him continuing his non-losing season streak, and that's his guy he's holding on to. And tenure coaches tend to be loyal to their guys, especially yeah, the first place in the
0: common AFC North
3: though. Yeah, but True. let's extrapolate. Do you think they're going to be a first place end of the year?
0: Oh, no, no, but, but I don't know. They're going to make a playoff division. Lamar, guys, I said before the season started that the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens would finish last place in that division. I thought the Bengals Browns Steelers would all be better than them. That division all looks like a dumpster fire. I said the AFC North might have three playoff teams. They might only have one. It, we don't know. Guys, it's 7.40. We're going to go lightning round. Lightning round. You're going to give me who's going to win. You don't have to tell me just quick 30-second analysis of who's going to win. We're going to a go lightning round on 1 o'clock games. A lot of these games don't matter. Washington at Atlanta.
3: Commanders, they'll stop the run. That's the lightning round. Just had to let that you guys have that one.
0: Commanders, they'll stop the run. Guardy 3.
2: I'll go Atlanta. I'll pick them at home. It seems like a safe bet. Okay. Godfrey.
3: Atlanta.
0: I'll take Washington. I think the defensive line is a nightmare for Desmond Ritter. Yes, I think any team that's got a strong defensive line will give Desmond Ritter issues. So I'll take Washington. Next game on the docket, Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Kyle.
1: Bears, because the Vikings defense has been real up and down. Cardi three.
2: I'll say, I'll take the Bears. I'll trust them more than the Vikings at this point.
0: Godfrey.
3: I'll take the Bears because I think Justin Fields and DJ Moore are starting to get that machine going.
0: I told you guys I would never pick the Bears again after what they did to me. (laughs) But the Minnesota Vikings are actively going to tank. I think they're going in the tank. I think they're going to start selling off parts. I think them and the Broncos will be active sellers around the deadline. Give me the Bears in this one. I hate doing it, though. I don't trust them to save my life. Next one on the docket, and this is a good game, really good football game. Seattle Seahawks at the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: I'll go Bengals because I'm believing in what I saw last week, although I know Seattle's going to make it tough. I'll go
2: I'll go uh, go Seattle, and Cincinnati's going to have some questions going forward. Okay. Godfrey.
3: I'm going to go with uh, Cincy. I I think they're starting to – You know, do what they do every year. Start one and three, and then they start to win.
0: I want to say something. I want to say it right now, and I I mean this. Joe Burrow threw a 62-yard pass in the air on the money, dropped it on a dime in Jamar Chase's hand. It was one of the best throws I've ever seen a football player make. I'm going Bengals. I think they're back. Next game, uh Carolina, oh Jesus. Carolina at Miami. How much does Miami win by? You're probably I
1: mean, another world. I mean Dolphins by three scores.
2: Okay.
3: I'll uh, say so, yeah Dolphins by twenty four. Okay. I mean. <laughs> yeah, uh what's uh, I don't know, it's just like come on. They should just cancel this game. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, they're going to play it. You know, fans are going to be there. 13 and a half, man. I, like I said, backdoor covers. Uh, if you're going to make me bet it and I got to take points, I'm going to take that backdoor cover. But that 13 and a half is a lot for a pro team. Dolphins are going to win easily. Um, Devin and Chain's not playing. Chats, I don't know. Dolphins win. I, I don't Dolphins think they cover.
0: 37. Okay. Uh, next one, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. You know, it's funny. these House of Horrors is always at Jacksonville. But Jacksonville's only a four-point favorite coming back from London. A little yeah. short week for them. What do you think, Kyle?
1: I still think the Jacks get it done. But you got, you got to hold out a little hope for Minshew Mania, but I'll take the Jacks. Oh, man, Minshew Ooh, the Mania. Minshew revenge game. I didn't think about that. This is the Minshew revenge
0: game. Yeah. Hardee three?
2: I got Jacksonville as well. I think as long as they uh, keep Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor in check, they'll, they'll be fine. Godfrey.
3: Listen, if Jacksonville wants to be taken seriously, they have to win this game. I don't care Just if they're coming Buffalo back.
0: Buffalo in London.
3: Uh, who, who can- Listen.
0: Well, no, no no, I- no, no. You were on this program last week <laughs> telling me Buffalo was going to beat up on them. Yep. And I told you Jacksonville was going to win the game. Give me my damn roses. You should pick against Jacksonville every single week. It made me feel better.
3: No, I'm not picking against them this week. It, it, I, they just – I see – I've seen inconsistent play from them. And then
0: – 100%. I agree with you. And yeah.
3: and that's what makes me wonder, like, are these guys as good – you know, everybody's like, are right, they should win a division. And I think, you know, they're going to be contenders for the division. They should win it by all rights, right? This is the way it looks right now. But, you know – the Colts just seem pesky, but I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Jaguars here.
0: Give me Minshew Mania plus the points. I'm taking the Colts in this one. I'll, I'll take the four points. I think it's going to be a field goal game, one way or the other. But I think mm-hmm. Minshew Mania goes nuts this week. Really believe it. Just saying. Uh,
1: New Orleans at Houston. I love this game, Kyle. I like the Texans. I I, I love what they're doing. Stroud in that defense. I think they. Get to car, even though car looked good last week. But give me the Texans. Lightning round. Love it.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with Kyle on this one. I was going to go Texans. I love the way Stroud looks, so give me Houston.
0: Nothing about the Saints just blow, knocking the doors off the Patriots? Eh.
2: That,
1: that's in the past. We're, we're not talking about that.
0: Anymore. I'm I mean,
3: uh, I, I want to – you know, this is a, a, a test for the Texans because they – they lost that game last week. This is going to see how far they are in their redevelopment. Can they bounce back from this? And you know, I am going to go Saints here. I think they're going to play them tough. I, I don't I don't think this is a cakewalk for the Texans. And you know, they're a young teams. They're still growing. They got potential. And then usually these young teams, they got to show you that they figured out to win these close games. And I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Saints will edge them out.
0: I got news for you guys. This, to me, is an exact replica of what just happened two weeks ago in Houston. It's the same thing. Defensive head coach headed into Houston. Uh, okay okay quarterback. Decent running back. A big defensive team going to Houston. I just watched this happen with Pittsburgh. Give me the Texans. The same team. Texas, Pittsburgh Steelers and the, and the New Orleans Saints are the same football team. They're the same football team. Best 1 o'clock game well, it's not the best one o'clock game anymore, but I'm going to let Godfrey dig his own hole. And then I'll tell you why it's not uh, the best game.
3: San Francisco at Cleveland. Uh, Is it the best so, game? Yeah, it's
0: the best one o'clock game. It's the game of the one o'clock week.
3: Okay. Well, tough week. Um, it is. I mean, if you're going to give me nine and a half points on the Browns at home who have a good defense. Nine and a half now? Yeah. Plus you know no why that. it's nine and a half? Nope. Sean no. Watts is
0: not going to play.
3: Oh, it's he's it's official,
0: it's not official, but he's not going to play. I'm telling you something right well, now. Then, he yeah, to play. <laughs> Sean Watson's not playing.
3: Yeah, then, then, uh, yeah,
0: good luck to DTR.
3: Yeah, that's not that's, DTR. that's the 40, that's 49ers.
0: Yeah, not not DTR. No, they signed someone who they signed.
3: It doesn't um, matter who they it does. who did you bring to the Brady out of Brady Walker. No, yeah, no, okay. Are we talking NFL or USFL?
0: No, 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 we're talking PJ Walker Temple
3: Zone. Yeah, yeah, okay. PJ Walker, great. Uh I'll, I I might tease this and and bet 14 points that they cover by because you know that's backwards? <laughs> listen, I, I love it. The, the only thing that's gonna A backwards teaser. They're the only thing that's gonna keep them in this game is if they really get up to Brock Purdy with Miles Garrett. Otherwise, I, I it has to be a low scoring game. I don't they didn't show the ability to move the ball the Ravens defense isn't that impressive when, when they had DTR or whoever's gonna quarterback. So they, they need Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. If they don't have him it's it's you know and all my fantasy teams just w- are set on fire in the background right now. Like, it's already, too
0: early to say that that trade was an absolute mistake.
3: What for Deshaun yes mm. I mean, mean,
2: yeah, I think the jury's still out
3: on that one. Yeah, I think the jury's still out.
2: I'll say the trading and then giving him the massive contract right away. I think you could probably start chalking it up as a mistake, honestly. I agree.
0: Anybody taking the the Browns plus the points?
3: Not anymore. Not Not that I just got that breaking news.
1: (laughs) It's not breaking
0: news. Yeah, because.
1: Because, like, on ESPN, it was at 5.5, and, and I was like, oh, okay. But then I just looked at the fan duel. Yeah, it's at 9.5, so. Yeah, because they, they
0: already know. And, and we called this the last time on Wire to Wire. We said get it at 6.5 because it's going to be 10 by the time the shot yeah. Watson is ruled out. It's at nine and a 9.5 right? That's incredible.
3: Mm. Uh, now, right. now I'm Four. depressed. I was looking forward to that game. Now I'm not. What
0: was I? Now I'm not. 4 o'clock right. games. 4.05. New England Patriots at the Las Vegas Raiders.
3: Can we call this the "Don't take a poop in my house" bowl in honor of Josh McDaniels? I mean, I know the Colts aren't playing, but don't don't. don't how about we call it the "Don't film me why I poop" bowl? You know, because I just I don't know how this game is a putrid game too. I mean, you want to? I mean, the Raiders won last week, but I mean, you know, it, Crosby's not too fond of uh, McDaniels, and neither is Adams. And Did you see them after the game,
0: Devontae <laughs> Adams look like somebody just uh killed his dog after they won the football game.
3: And he's pissed. I
0: mean, I get it.
3: I got to give that dude credit though, man. There's a lot of guys in his position that that would be like, I'm not playing, and he and he shows okay. up every game to play. He would so I, I got a lot of respect for him for that because there's a lot of dudes that would just be like, Yeah, not worth it. I'm out. I'm out.
1: What do you guys got in this one? I, look on the big three. I said I am no longer picking the Patriots. So you're going to go Josh McDaniels? <sighs> but I—I I mean, we saw this game last year, and look how that ended. Oh. Something about beating it against the Raiders. Was there? <sighs> there any memorable plays in that one?
0: Just did like pitch know. a ball backwards?
3: And then uh, he actually got there. What's going to happen is uh, Chandler Jones Is going to come out of halftime for the Patriots and play quarterback, and <laughs> and they're and they're going to win. Does uh, Matt
0: Jones make it through the game? Uh, I
3: who they who is Zappi still the backup? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he does or not, but the irony is so rich. You got Belichick against McDaniel's and Garoppolo. With, I mean, it just the irony, and All right, the, this is a
0: Patriots game. This is what this is. This is a yeah. Patriots game, if I've ever seen one. Do you think the versus the X Patriots?
3: The X factor yeah. here is who has the higher megapixel camera. That's the X factor.
0: I mean, I would think Josh has the higher megapixel camera.
3: Yeah, I He'll mean, still
0: using a flip phone. Yeah, Phil's yeah, not a tech.
1: He's, not a tech guy.
3: He's got that old guy that was uh, filming people developing like black and white film in a, in a dark room in the back you know, hanging a up on lines. Like, yeah, here is uh, here's the wing, the wishbone that they're going to run here on uh, you know, play 42. So I don't know. I, that's, I just want to watch that game to see like who wins it. And, you know, I'm going to root for the Raiders because I kind of like Jimmy G. I think he's a likable dude, even though he throws interceptions like a Pez dispenser. And uh, I, I mean, I'm rooting
0: for the Patriots because I want to see the how the Raiders look with a real coach. Every game I root against the Raiders. Uh, I'm taking the Patriots in this one. Who are you going with? Guardy three. Oh,
2: man. I think this might be a game. If you like um uh, guys who pass the football, if you like passing, don't tune in. This is not your game. There might be more rushing attempts than pass attempts. I'll take the Patriots on this one, but it's not going to be fun. It's going to be really ugly to watch.
0: Well, good thing the Eagles are playing at 425. Next game is the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York football Jets. Zach Wilson revenge tour.
1: It's got to be the Eagles. Also, I will say I I am taking the Patriots, even though I'm not picking them as my picks on big three anymore. But, yes, I'll take the Patriots. Uh, Yeah, I think the Eagles get it done. You know, look, Jets fans can try to sell you that Zach Wilson all of a sudden has figured it out. I'm not buying it right now. Did you watch that Broncos-Jets game? It, it was like a who wants to lose this game more?
0: Yes. Like turnover, turnover, bad play, turnover. It was terrible. It was one of the worst football games I ever watched. And Jets fans are leaving that game like we won.
1: Mm-hmm. What did we win? Well, I mean, they sent our coffee in sports. Mike Greenberg's like, oh, the Jets are going to be the biggest like stepping stone I'm to the Chiefs, which is like, I'm come on, man. man.
0: Mike Greenberg's <laughs> a Jets fan. They won a football game. Let him be
1: a true, fan. but. You you don't have to say that on live TV. Keep that to yourself. Exactly. Guardy three. We're running up against it.
0: Who you got? Jets, Jets or Eagles?
2: Well, Donna Kelsey's not in the stand, so I think uh, I think the Eagles got this one pretty easily.
0: Godfrey.
3: Yeah, the Eagles are gonna just—they're gonna run on them. I mean, the Jets have been getting up a lot of running yards, a lot of yards on the ground. You could run on the Jets. And the Eagles are going to – I think it's a 31-10 game. And I think that, you know, it's it's a back-end touchdown. I think the Eagles will easily cover, easily run on them. And that's pretty much it. And then, you know, there's a couple turnovers that make the defense be like, why are we even in this game? please? End.
0: Game, I got the Eagles too. I think the Eagles blow them out. 24-6, something of that nature. Um, I'll give you the game of the 4 o'clock hour. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers host – the
1: Detroit Lions in Tampa Bay. Who do you like, Kyle? I'm I'm kind of starting to believe in Baker and the Bucks. I mean, as good as the Baker Lions have been and the Bucks. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know, the Lions are a little bit. I don't know. The Lions will probably be the favorite, but I just have a feeling that, that Baker, the Bucks off a of bye, will we'll get it done. Baker and the Bucks.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll go the opposite direction on this one. I'll take Detroit. I think that pass rush is going to get home and bother Baker. It's going to be a real good back-and-forth game, and Detroit barely pulls it out.
0: Godfrey?
3: Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks because Jared Goff is a different quarterback on the road.
0: I'll take Little. the Lions. I think Jamison Williams breaks out in this game, has two touchdowns.
3: Okay, that'd be interesting. That's I would right, like to see if do well.
0: j baby. Um Sunday night football. We got a how many points do the Buffalo Bills win by? Jets at Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor making the star for the New York Giants. Tyrod oh, Taylor revenge game.
3: Man, he couldn't. There, there's no revenge. He couldn't get revenge on anything. This dude, he couldn't fight his way out of wet paper bag. Stop. <laughs> I'm I, saying, how many points the Bills win by? Are you kidding me? I, I Tyrod's playing.
0: Yes, he's a starting quarterback this week.
3: Oh, my God. It's going to be, it's, I don't know, 48 17. Okay. I mean, oh. We got two minutes left.
2: Come on,
1: guys. I'll I'll probably say Bills by three scores.
2: Guardy, what? Guardy three says Bills by four scores. This isn't going to be close.
0: I got one for you Bills 52, Giants six. And I'm not kidding. Last game on the docket, game of the week, Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Does Dak throw a late pick, or does Brandon Staley make a bonehead play to ruin the game?
1: Monday Night Football, who you got, Kyle? That's reason to watch right there. I'll take the Chargers, even though it's going to be a home game for the Cowboys, basically. A hundred percent. I mean, that that works in their favor, but I, I think the Chargers find a way to get it done.
2: I say I'll go. Uh, I'll go Cowboys. I think the X Factor is the. As much as I hate on them, I think Mike McCarthy's the better coach. He's gonna make the better calls. Godfrey.
3: Oh God, I I think. Listen, Dak's not good. He's not a top fifteen quarterback anymore. There's no way anybody can tell me that after watching that game, and you know. Deontay Whitner hit the nail on the head. People don't want to hear it. They want to make Dak something he's not. He hasn't been the same since the injury happened. Cleo Mack's going to have him for breakfast. And I just, both is, is Bosa hurt? I don't think he's hurt, right?
0: I think Bosa's playing. I think he was hurt last week. I think he's right.
3: Nice. So, I, I you know, listen, I think the Cowboys have a good defense. I just think they're, I don't think they're, I think Justin Herbert's going to be able to put up enough production where it's Brendan Staley is going to be a non-factor in this game. Uh, Mike McCarthy is a dead man walking and Dak is just, he's not a top 15 quarterback anymore. I don't don't see anybody could see it. I mean, that was, I thought I went into that game thinking the Cowboys would be competitive. And I know it wasn't all on Dak, but I mean, it wasn't even close. I got,
0: I got the Chargers winning this game in a shootout. Give me Justin Herbert over Dak Prescott. I'll tell you, I think Dak Prescott throws a bad interception to end the game. Guys, that's our show. Any final thoughts? I don't want, yeah. I'm sorry to rush it up, wrap it up. We went a little bit long on the pre the pre stuff, but any final thoughts? We got to wrap it up. I like the landing round though.
3: No, I just
2: no, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Godfrey. Go, Phillies. Go Phillies. I'm with that. Guys, I love talking football with you guys. It's sideline to sideline. We'll be here every Thursday. I promise we'll give you more of a breakdown next week and a little bit less of a prelude. But that's okay. We're getting adjusted to the one-hour time slot. We only have a one-hour time slot. We're used to an hour and a half show, baby. But thank you guys for tuning in. to sideline the sideline. I'm I'm the NFL genius, Water, wire Gene. That's the Prince of Production, Kyle Edwards. We got Guardi 3 and taking it deep with D Dee Godfrey. We are signing out.